The following podcast uses profanity in creative ways, and we bring up all the topics that you are warned against talking about in polite conversations. The contents herein are for entertainment purposes only. All stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and do not necessarily reflect any business, nonprofit organization, state government, or federal government. Listener discretion is very much advised. everybody, welcome back to the Utah Outcasts, your twice-weekly progressive politics and current events podcast. As this title of the show implies, we are recording from deep within the well where we put the lotion on the skin of Zion, because there is no escaping this place. There, You're here, you may not be queer, and you, you do get, kind of get used to it. This is actually a really nice place to live. I can't give it too much shit, I like Utah quite a bit. Uh, this is episode number 166, and I'm Max, your host on this show. And that's me just ad-libbing shit on the fly, because <laughs> <laughs> that's how we do things on the show. And joining me this week for the episode are Felicia Entwistle, who is going pee, and Kyle Steenblake, who is actually here. Welcome back to the show, everybody. I'm here. Yes. Hello. Now, let's see. Continuing on, we had fun stories that happened on Monday, especially Kyle's run-in with a fucking FBI. <laughs> I, I still can't believe that happened, man. That's <laughs> That's got to be one of the most surreal moments of your like life. Where you, well, I mean, not it life, was, because I'm sure you've got better stories than that. However, oh, I do. The, the story <laughs> itself was was fairly uneventful, but it's amusing. So, and uh, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to find ways to kind of punch it up and make it a little more exciting. It just hammers home the fact that we really need to do some. We actually got to start workshopping some stand up. We got to start doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so what what else have you been up to, man? You've been doing anything interesting? Well, I I did have a meeting at the state capitol with the House Majority Leader, the Republican House Majority Leader, in uh, in the the Utah State Legislature. That wasn't the uh, no, because that was a different guy. The guy that made the remark about you know voting rights for women that we talked about last no, week. No, 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 no. Oh, I, f- I forgot to remind um, you. You should have said something uh, about that so asshole. It's, but it's, it's, his name is uh, is Brad Wilson. He's the Republican majority leader in the state house. I've seen that name. Yeah, he's he's been around. He's been around for a little while, and he is he is actually a really good guy. And he listens to our podcast unofficially (laughs) (laughs) he knows of its existence it exists he knows you're like i'm just gonna come on the podcast and just trash you and you're like no i'm just kidding no it's not what's gonna happen at all no 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 no. Uh, No, i had a oh oh, go ahead no go ahead man well a a little while ago like a couple weeks ago just before their legislative session started i sent his office an email saying hey uh, so I'm the vice president for Atheists of Utah, and I would like uh, a chance to sit down and talk to you about a couple things and, you know, just, hey, get to know you, make sure you know about us and our organization and who yeah. I am, you know, basically that kind of thing. Was not expecting much. At, probably um, expecting the nothing in return response that you normally get. Yeah, no, I was, I was expecting the nothing in return response. Yeah. Um, but. Thursday night, Thursday evening, I get an email from from one of his interns that's like, "Hey, we're just getting back to you. Sorry." I'm like, "Do you have time to meet tomorrow?" You're like, 
fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> sh- yes, I can make tomorrow work. I, this is this is this is important to me, and yes, I will make tomorrow work. So yes, I'll be there. But good meeting. Had a good time. I mean, yeah, things no, were discussed. Was, of course, it was a good meeting. We discussed a lot of things. Uh, he was very receptive, um, very willing to listen. We agreed on a lot of points and topics, and we we got along great. He's a he's a good guy. Um, lives in lives in the same we live in the same town he is actually not too far away from me now so that was a that was a fun fun little discovery is he gonna have you over for single malt though i mean honestly I, i'm gonna well i'm gonna find out probably not <laughs> i mean if if he's That's, not going to invite me i'm gonna invite him so i mean he should at least be a member of the alta club and he should at least have you over for those <laughs> oh fine... he's a member of the alta club yeah oh i'm sure hey he hey uh people listening google that one <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, that's a fun one. Yeah. Um no, but I've it was been there several it, times because women are allowed there since the nineties. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Finally. And we're not talking eighteen nineties. We're talking nineteen nineties. Nineteen nineties. Uh let's see, Felicia, nice you place. you had anything going on this past week that you want to talk about some more? Uh your... no. Oh, that's fine. Uh I got a uh promotion at my job. I haven't talked about it very much. Because I know certain people listen to this show that don't necessarily agree with everything I say, but they like talking about it on sometimes during official channels at the job. And so it's like, I don't really want to say that kind of thing until I know it's going to be widely announced. And since it's Wednesday, I know that uh, pretty much everybody in the world is going to know about it at this point. Yeah, they don't keep secrets very well. It's great, except for the fact that my entire dress code now has to change. Mm-hmm. I can't wear like t-shirts or hoodies and like and like yeah. pants or you know shorts to work anymore. I have to wear the monkey suit and I'm I'm none too happy about this. I mean I why the fuck do we assign so much like power to like the costume? I, I don't, don't understand. Know. I don't know. But a better, I, there's I a lot of cultural a, reasons a better to question, it. A better question is in this respect, yeah. Why are men's clothing why why are why are men's clothing so limited? Yeah, well, our options, and our options, shirts. Yeah. our options are shit. Yeah. Um, well, because they're traditionally power symbols, and women's clothes are not. Yeah, but I'd much rather wear a dress. Oh, they're lovely. <laughs> yeah, or you know, I mean, it depends on the dress because some dresses I've owned. <laughs> Ow, that's yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you throw some boning in that shit, you got like three hours out of me, Max. Boning. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I don't bone in those boning dresses. No, 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 it's not possible. So, I mean... No, they're horrid. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's known out there now that I've I've made a step mm-hmm. up, and I I now no longer... I mean, the show's going to continue to go on, and I'm going to keep doing whatever it is that needs to do to keep the show going on. However, I might have to temper some things, so we'll see wow. going forward. So, I mean, we'll see. I, I'm not saying I can't say fuck Trump and stuff like that, but I'm just saying that uh, I don't know. It's unexplored territory where I'm going right now, and I'm honestly shocked. I, I sent Kyle and uh, we have a uh, chat with mm-hmm. other fellow co-workers of stuff that we talk about where I was like, oh my god, I'm going to be people's boss. And I sent the 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 gif of the 
the uh, the the Gestapo guy from Indiana Jones with his face melting <laughs> off, and I was like, I have no fucking clue what I'm doing here. No, <laughs> but don't worry because none of the other bosses do. And that's the funny oh, thing is that I have to realize knows what they're doing. I have to realize at one point I have to get rid of my crippling self doubt and realize mm-hmm. I was the most qualified person for this job, and so that means I, they, <laughs> no, it just means you scored the highest on their little. Uh, fuck you, Kyle. They don't care about they don't care about qualifications. So if this is the first time that you've heard our show, uh, we've got a lot for you to enjoy. But uh, first, we're going to pass you off to another commercial to hear about another podcast that you really should be listening to. This is the Utah Outcast, and we'll be right back. Hey, y'all, this is Tucker from the Atheist in the Trailer Park podcast. And I might live in a beer can, but I ain't no inbred redneck. And if you listen to my podcast, I'm going to learn you something. And no, I ain't talking about how to marry your cousin and not have kids with... 16 fingers and stuff like that. I mean, I actually talk about real stuff. Teach people where the Bible stole its stories from. So y'all give me a listen, would you? Thank you. This comes to us from NewYorkMag.com. So NYMag.com. And it's about somebody being uh, concerned about the... I can't believe this is something that people are really mad about. Like, if you ask Alexa... Who is Jesus Christ? <laughs> the robot will probably prattle off something from Wikipedia. Jesus also referred to as Jesus of Nazareth, and so forth and so on. But if you ask a Google Home, you'll get nothing. And I haven't tried this yet. I want to go upstairs and do it right now. Uh, you'll get crickets. Uh, actually, not really. The device will say, Oh, it'd be awesome if it actually did cricket. That'd be great. That would be funny. But the device actually definitely bad marketing choice. Responds back saying, I'm not sure how to help you with that. (laughs) And so a man from Tennessee, always a man from Tennessee, David Sams is concerned about this conspiracy in air quotes there. Oh, for fuck's sake. (laughs) It's kind of scary. It's almost like Google is taking Jesus and God out of smart audio. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. You guys aren't the only ones. Like, you guys know you're not the only ones out there, right? Like, there are just so many really. There's 5,000 well, gods. Google Home will apparently tell you about Satan and Muhammad, uh, but not Jesus, which is as far as Martin Collins, <laughs> another Tennessee resident, <laughs> is concerned. Google taking PC culture a step too far. No, that's not what it is. They took prayer out of schools. They think oh. just taking Jesus out of everything is politically correct these days. And I think that's the stem of a lot of our problems. You know what I would bet it is that they could not come up with a good answer for what is Jesus? Because there are so many answers. Even for- if it came up with an answer, it would not be the answer they Somebody want. Somebody would, would be really upset. They'd be like, it doesn't say yeah. he's the son of God. You know, it wouldn't be like they'd be like it's it's just telling me who he was. It's not saying what he was. A deity, uh, not a deity. Yeah. Uh, demigod. Uh, like no, no, none of these things are going to be satisfactory. So, <laughs> Collins also said, noting that if Google has quote, and this is a quote from someone in Tennessee, 
damn it. <laughs> Some kind of wizard making these decisions. <laughs> that they should correct this error pronto. <laughs> okay, honey, you tell us what the answer who is Jesus? Who is Jesus? What is Jesus? It just said what who. It didn't Je- say who, what. You know, it said who I, is Jesus. I would I would be willing to bet it it has more to do with Google's search algorithms and the way a lot of uh Christian uh websites have have tailored their, their specific their, yeah. their, their specific searches. So it doesn't so when it does its automated search based off that request it doesn't come up with a reliable source of information. And I have a Google home. I, I really want to try this out. I'll probably do it sometime this weekend, mm-hmm. but well, you should try it. You should try it with a couple of, uh, uh I, differently, differently worded requests. Wait, is it who is, or what is who is Jesus? Who is? Yeah. Who is? And, and when I hear someone saying like a question like this and like wanting an answer, I I think of I I there's a shitty okay Google it, the, the, what I get what when I Google love, baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. <laughs> that's what I think of like what is Jesus what is love <laughs> so the first result is uh all about dot org bet it's gonna be a objective source it's, I I think that's the Jehovah Witness one. JW.com. Uh, uh, no, it's not. Oh, okay. About. It's just uh, funny that they, they, the guy tries to like say that they're trying to take, taken, Google has taken sure. Jesus and God out of smart audio. Smart audio was not an issue, was not a it's, thing. Yeah. Up until like a year and a half, two years ago. Yeah. They were never in it. They Guess what? There. They're gonna fix your Jesus not being in smart audio here pretty soon. They just and didn't realize. Come up with some lame answer nobody likes, and they're like, "That's not really Jesus." And it's like, "Yeah, nobody fucking cares." <laughs> this, to me, this is the same equivalent of like complaining about war on Christmas or I, what I the hope, fucking Starbucks cups are. I hope they fix it so that it just says like Jesus, also known as Jesus of Nazareth. Nazareth was a carpenter who had a bad run-in with some nails. <laughs> Man, I just in a I, series of unfortunate events. <laughs> you should probably stop reading this now. This book you not, does not have a happy ending. <laughs> in what might be considered the first twist of irony, a carpenter. Thought, a carpenter who thought that the mustard seed was the smallest seed on the planet. In fact. <laughs> <laughs> died due to being nailed to wood Tennessee you need more problems you really need more problems if this is what you're really fucking worried no about. they don't that's the thing they have so many problems but these people are fucking worried about Jesus in Google Home it's just so stupid oh my god guys the liberals are on your side just stop being just worried about stop. home stop. and women having Maybe voices I just Maybe. have Maybe the response should be, maybe you shouldn't have this device. (laughs) We're not sure you deserve it. I have more of a problem asking for it to play the fucking Phantom of the Opera soundtrack, and it's always defaulting to the fucking Broadway one. No, 
I want the original motion picture soundtrack, the extended edition. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you. I feel like you're not being specific enough. Um, I mean, how can it know exactly what you're consenting to unless you're specifying? Well, I, yeah. No, I actually sat there one time with like play the soundtrack, and I had it listed the exact album title, and it's like okay, playing the title, playing the Phantom of the Opera original Broadway cast, and I'm like. Ugh. Oh, but that—but oh, that Christine voice, though, but, is okay. Don't get me wrong; yeah. it's pretty. But the thing is, I love the movie soundtrack the the entire movie soundtrack. It's the yeah. whole fucking movie, really. You know, <laughs> it is the movie. It is the you can. It's, yeah. it's the movie. I mean, it's like two hours long, which is the movie. So yes, it's exactly what that is. So cut. It is it, an dude. operetta. Okay. The point <laughs> is. The point is. The point Jesus is, should not be your problem. Yeah. <sighs> Maybe you, you haven't have enabled smart- that app. Maybe you just haven't enabled that app on your Google Home yet, you fucking yeah. simpleton. <laughs> if, you, if you have a smart device, please take the time to learn to use it, a pro- use it properly. And Jesus really needs to work on his SEO scoring. That's what he really mm-hmm. needs to work on. Well, I mean, if they could define any, <laughs> if anyone, if any Christian church could actually agree on what Jesus is, if any <laughs> two churches could just agree on what Jesus is, It'd be a lot easier to that'd answer, a, but the thing is, that'd be a really interesting segment to have on a, an atheist show where you just go up to a church every week and be like, "So, what is Jesus?" <laughs> or you know, ask, ask them, ask churches every week the the same every, fucking question. They're all going to start with love, and they're like, "That's not a fucking answer. Try again." <laughs> Jesus is love, like so. He's like a, a something that happens in my hippocampus where you know it makes you know certain. Emotions, yeah, it's bonding like. chemicals and uh, <laughs> yeah, he's... and sense of affection and sentimentality is like, Jesus what? is Pitocin. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> mm, Damn it. Jesus is caused by orgasms, caused by <laughs> orgasms, but can also cause a baby to be born prematurely. So <laughs> we give up. We don't know. We, we don't, don't know. Fuck I don't know. I wanted to know what Jesus was. I wanted to have a personal relationship with God and Jesus and everything. I asked, begged. I loved God. I loved God. And then I tried to understand what God was. And he didn't show up. And, you know, (laughs) at some point as an adult, you go, you know, I want a relationship where my partner shows up. Mm-hmm. I feel like this relationship is a little one-sided. As a child, <laughs> I once spoke as a child. Now that I am an old, I have given up on such childish things. <laughs> I have put away my childish mm-hmm. thing. Exactly. We don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. Hi, I'm presidential candidate Michelle Bachman. Now, I'm not a doctor doctor or a scientist, but as a scientist, I'm concerned about Rick Perry's one-man mission to eradicate HPV. If you didn't know, Rick Perry, as governor of Texas, forced the HPV vaccine into the tiny, frail arms of innocent 12-year-old girls. Now, I have a lot of problems with this. Number one, everyone knows vaccines are dangerous. Medical professionals like Jenny McCarthy have been warning us for years. Michelle Bachman. God damn it. Really? 
really, we got to do a Michelle Bachman story here. I mean, come on, guys. I can't believe she's still like getting attention at all. I yeah, I'm surprised. I haven't heard that name. Honestly, for a while. yeah. It's well, she's a waiting for a waiting for a sign from God to whether she should run for government. Her next that government. That was my Michelle kind of Bachman. You keep you keep waiting for that sign. And so Facebook God uh, put out a thing the other day saying like, let's start a billboard. When all it's going to say is just have his picture on, and it's just going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Michelle Bachman, no. <laughs> That's all it's going to say. Uh, apparently, she's been talking with a um, an end times pundit who have they've been lobbying Trump in order for him to reconsider his involvement in the peace process in the Middle East. So, um, okay, it's crazy. It's really fucking crazy. Here we go. What, Jan? Uh, there were some of us that worked really, really hard behind the scenes on two things. One is having President Trump reconsider his active involvement with the peace process and also going ahead and moving his embassy to Jerusalem and also acknowledging the reality of the fact that Jerusalem is the capital of the state of Israel. Jerusalem? I don't know what the fuck Jerusalem is. I don't, Where is I don't know. Jerusalem? I know Jerusalem, you know. Jerusalem? Where... Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. familiar with that one. What's Jerusalem, though? But I, I found I it. Fun, I, I think it, it's in Pennsylvania. I find I it like... funny that the, the solo that a... episode I did where I recorded it shortly after this whole Jerusalem thing came up where mm-hmm. I'm talking about this is the, the right-wing evangelicals fucking fever dream where this is going to cause the Armageddon End that they've times, been hoping yeah. for. Yeah, thing. yeah that's, what they're, that's what they want. Yeah. And if they're lobbying the president to stay out of Middle East peace contact, like, con- uh, what is it, peace resolutions where they, they want to stop war in the yeah, Middle they're East? They're going to be so disappointed when everything blows up and then Jesus doesn't show up. They're going to mm-hmm. be so disappointed. I mean, we're going to yeah, be there, but I think people are going to be more mad at the fact that a lot of these countries figure out their own fucking problems without us being around. <laughs> Because they're they're talking about, yeah, America first this, America first that, and then they're going to be like, oh, North and South Korea, you reunified this weekend because they figured out that, you know, America was bullying the shit out of them and they were going to nuke them. It's like, Mm -hmm. huh. Well, you know, Trump did that. No, 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 no. You don't get to take fucking credit for that. No. You don't get to take threats from a deity like God and try to make them into policy. It doesn't work that way. You don't get everybody to stop drinking because God's not okay with it. I mean, I'm still drinking alcohol, so it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. All their government offices, all the key government offices are located in Jerusalem. So let me put it this way. When when I wrote a letter on September 6th and delivered to the White House along with my updated eye to eye, which is 572 pages of events. Trump is not going to read that. No, he does not not care. No. He doesn't like. Can to read. he read? I don't know. I don't. We're not don't sure. So. I don't. Know I actually how am well. not entirely sure if he can read well. Like I am not entirely sure. Well, you hear him flub with fucking teleprompters, and those put up words that are big enough that anybody could read them. God bless <laughs> So funny catastrophes that took place when we were pressuring Israel to divide their land. And good friend of yours, Michelle Bachman, and others, we lobbied hard. For President Trump to fully understand the biblical significance of this land and that no earthly leader has the right to divide the land. And sure. Doesn't care about the Bible. He doesn't care about the Bible. Oh, he just cares that you're over there being like. 
That's all he cares about. Mm-hmm. He cares in he, he doesn't care in the same way that I don't care whether my pants have pleats or not. He just does not care. Oh, he, as, <laughs> no, I care if your pants have pleats. Please don't ever wear pleats in your plant pants. Like I, we have to have a talk now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I care. I care. And that's the Please problem. That's the problem with this country right now is that people care whether or not Jesus is going to come back to Israel. This guy would say Jerusalem, 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 Jerusalem. I I can't even. I'm not even even catching a lum in there. I'm just catching Jerusalem. That's all I'm hearing. Jerusalem. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's, what it is. That's That's what what he's saying. saying. Jerusalem. Shortly thereafter, President Trump said that he would not impose, in other words, not pressure the sides to make a decision. And also when it came to two states, that was up to Israel and the mm-hmm. Palestinians to determine whether two state was the proper solution. And he has said this over and over again since then. And I know I, so I really uh, thank the Lord for those of us and others that have emphasized these, uh, the strong evangelical support of the state of Israel and Jerusalem, the importance of the city of Jerusalem, <laughs> to motivating the no, president no, no, no. to make this decision at a sooner time. But I tell you wow. Got one Jerusalem, and then he said Jerusalem. Yeah. Jerusalem, Again. and then he called it the state of Jerusalem. Now, yeah, the state of Jerusalem. It might right. be, might be so. somewhat uh, crazy here, but I, I think that it should be left up to Israel whether they want to have a two-state solution or not. Well, uh, however, I mean, but that's something is, that they need to come. They need to. Well, I feel like Palestine, between... Palestine should have a say in that, though. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. That's oh, the yeah. thing. But the thing, the problem is, is that all of these people, especially on the GOP, are taking only the Jerus- the Israel side of things. Well, of course they are, because they think that if there's right. a Israel that is perfect, then Jesus comes back and they all get to go to heaven on like unicorns. Is that right? The, naked, like, they're naked on the unicorns, though, right? Like they're giant, naked on the unicorns. Well, I would scorpion think so. horses or something like that. I don't know. What okay, the... I just I'm not entirely sure how it works, <laughs> but I assume orgasms are involved. Like that's the only way that would sound like worth it. No, right? no, no. Wait, I'm pretty. No? I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure the book. I'm pretty sure the book specifically said that there are no orgasms involved. That's mm. bullshit. There's yeah. no way anyone believes this. So they take their pants down and they're all Ken dolls underneath. Ken and Barbie dolls. Underneath. <gasps> just... yep. I, I'm going to hell. No more, no more genitals. No genitals. Don't, and, no genitals? And like no, they said oh, on yeah, my that's, favorite... That's what they promised. When my favorite Jesus new episode. Back, all the genitals are gone. Just like my favorite new episode of uh, Black Mirror where they said they went after my vagina. It's fucking on, <laughs> or something no, similar not, to that. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, you know what? This this thing has caused me enough trouble and enough awesome days that I'm just no, no. You don't get to take this from me. It's mine. My <laughs> vagina. Mine, and I want it, and it's mine. Like, there are some people, and it means a whole money. lot. <laughs> it does. It's got it's great. And it's terrible. It's great. And you know what? Just. You know what? Your dicks are also terrible. So I've seen them. I've seen them. They're, don't don't judge <laughs> my vagina. Not mine. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I've seen four dicks. I've met, I've I... seen a lot of dicks. Like no, you've seen dicks. one. You've seen them all. I've seen like, but I've seen I've seen several dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Tap dance. <laughs> 
shift ball change, you know, <laughs> mini. <laughs> Look, we've all we have all seen dozens of dicks in our I've lives. Seen a smattering of dicks. <laughs> a slew. What is a what is a collection of dicks what called? Peni. I don't know. What is, is the it, is it, of dicks? Well, is if it it's a, octopus it and there's multiple of them, it'd be octopi. So penis becomes peni. I mean, peni, penipedes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> is it a penis? Is it a, it would be it some a, it would be something terrible like a screech of penises or something like screech. that. A screech, a murder of penises. <laughs> a, a, a a sloosh. It's a sloosh, a sloosh. of penises. <laughs> That's too pampoovy. That's sploosh. That's the no, sploosh. no, no, but they, like, they kinda like just they kind of <laughs> like a a flop? A flop of penises. That's what it is. It has to be. Just a flop of penises. And there's a new t-shirt idea. A flop of penises. <laughs> somebody somebody redo the artwork for a, a flock flop of seagulls of album and just make it dick related. Flop of penises. God damn it. It'd be a deluge of dicks. You know? <laughs> I've seen a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> All grouped together, have this pro oh, sticker on them. Like a know? bouquet. It's been a, bo- a, a, a bouquet. A bunch. Of, of, <laughs> of penises. A pantheon of phalluses. A plethora. A plethora of penises. A plethora of penises. And <laughs> Wapo, what is a plethora? <laughs> Damn it. And I've lost my point at this point. Yeah, we all it's have. So We're punchy. <laughs> Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level, where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear, or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. The biggest benefit, I think, would be that you get both episodes that we record in one lump sum instead of having to wait for them to drop on Monday and on Wednesday. Look at it as an investment on your entertainment each month. We're much more than the cheap little pizza you might miss out on if you decided to become a patron. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash Outcasts for more information. If you happen to be a patron of the show, then on last week's episode, you heard us talking about Kenneth Copeland and his creaming in his pants for his private jet. Yes, I went with fucking creaming in his pants because uh, you need to was- realize... Super sexual. <laughs> it was super sexual. Who also is a self-described Christian extremist. He calls himself that Christian extremist. That makes you as bad that's, as Al Qaeda, dude. That's gross. that's gross. It's gross. Yeah. He believes that army. I'm oh, sorry, not army. American, you know, military warriors. It says here are immune to PTSD. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's not how PTSD works. Not, and not he'll be featured. He'll be the featured speaker at a prayer breakfast at the nation's the nation's largest military installation this upcoming week in no. Columbia, South Bullshit. Carolina. 
Okay. No, 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 no. Okay. No, it's fine. Go on, because I got a lot to say about this. Well, here, here he says here that um, any of you suffering from PTSD right now, you listen to me, said Copeland. You get rid of that right now. You don't oh. take drugs to get rid of it. It don't take psychology. That promise right there will get rid of it about Jesus. Because he said, this is a promise. If you do this thing, if you arm yourselves before the Lord for the war, you shall return. You're coming back and be guiltless before the Lord and before the nation. No. That, that's no. Not, not how it works. That's, okay. okay. Gross. Gross. I, no, fucking I really, gross. This is really, really fucking disgusting. Because even people who have love, who love me, who love me, and I, you know, I, I try not to bring this up too often because it is very raw and very real to my heart. I have PTSD and it's not from seeing service, um, but it is still PTSD all the same. So I understand the symptoms and I understand how, how deep and dark this hole can go. Um, and PTSD is not just feeling bad. It is that your brain has been rewired to protect itself because the brain functions through synapses and trauma is devastating. It is not, it, one can have traumatic brain injury and PTSD, but PTSD is uh, a standalone symptom or is a standalone condition away from just traumatic brain injury. This is not an injury to your brain through something that physically affected it. It is uh, through something that rewired your brain. It can be a singular instance, or it can be a series of instances. And it is very, very fucking real. It can tear you apart. It is, and and the whole you just let go of that right now is so fucking cruel and devastating to say to someone and to people who are so, so desperate to get out and to service members who can be limited on their ability to treat this condition because of their careers and their need to make a goddamn paycheck. It is so very real. And it, I'm so deeply deaf. Like, it is disgusting. It is disgusting to sit there and say to them that there is a simple cure because there is not. Because we know how complex brains are. We don't know the extent to which they are, but we know that they are intensely complex. Yeah. And PTSD takes so long to treat. It takes so long to address. And if these people have PTSD through things that they have done, not just things that they have experienced, but things that they have done because war is brutal and yeah. brutality can emerge from a person because of war, whether or not it's morally right or wrong does not matter. If that is what happened, there, forgiveness is not the answer. Forgiveness doesn't fucking matter in the equation of PTSD. It takes work. It takes healing. It takes therapy. It takes so much effort and time. And, and, and deep dedication to self to get over it. And guess what? You, oh no, you don't get over it. I'm sorry. I'm going to walk that statement right the fuck back. You don't get over it. It becomes a part of you. You learn to accept this part of yourself and deal with it. PTSD never fucking leaves you. I will never 
ever, ever be free of PTSD. I will be, I will have less panic attacks. I will have less nightmares. I will have the triggering episodes won't be so bad because I retrain my brain, which I've been working very, very hard on. I, you will retrain these synapses to be less debilitating, but they don't leave you. It becomes part of who you are. And to say that you can just let it go and just accept this stupid fucking, you might as well offer me a goddamn sugar pill and some homeopathy and some essential oils. Go fuck yourself. Okay, so the Military Religious Freedom Foundation, who represents members of the U.S. military who feel that their First Amendment right to freedom of religion are being infringed upon, which in military culture happens all the fucking time, when I'm glad we have groups like this that exist, the group said that it received 56 complaints from Fort Jackson and South Carolina uh, service members about Copeland's upcoming appearance on base, uh, and they said... To the action, they for they've lodged a formal complaint to the Major General Pete Jackson, who's the base commander there. Yeah. Said, General, do you have any idea, sir, whom your staff has selected to be the Fort Jackson special guest speaker at your February first uh, National Prayer Breakfast? Wrote in a letter that demanded Jackson immediately rescind this invitation. Sir, please replace this hideously reprehensible fundamentalist Christian charlatan cum ev- exclusivist bigot. Wow, that is a lot, man. Uh, with yeah. another more respectable and inspiring inclusive individual. And the public affairs office at Fort Jackson told Newsweek that there are no plans to rescind the invitation because this guy's on the fucking president's council of, you know, evangelical assholes. So mm-hmm. disgusting. And it's so, it, the damage, the damage of saying you can just get over it, just stop being so afraid. Yeah. Just choose to not be so afraid. I mean, I got triggered not- this last week. I got triggered this last week. Oh, and yep. fuck you, internet people, for thinking that means like, oh, I got upset. That's not what triggered means. Okay? Triggered means that m- my whole body experiences it, and there is science to back this shit up. And to diminish that, and to say yeah. that you just get over it, it's, it's painful. It's literally pain. Your brain literally experiences pain without any physical thing to tie it to. Literally, they, it's the pain centers of the brain it's mm-hmm. it's disgusting so it's disgusting fort jackson officials uh added that attendance to the prayer breakfast is voluntary which growing up in military culture and working within military culture there's a lot of stuff that's voluntary but you are yeah. frowned upon if you do not attend it kind of thing mm-hmm. see but it says here the religious freedom group contends that service members often feel pressured to attend it has been MRFF's experience that such events, though billed as non-mandatory, many unfortunate military subordinates are voluntold to attend mm-hmm. by their command chain, the letter stated, mm-hmm. which is something that happens all the goddamn time at my job. Uh, Trump, whose political base includes many white evangelicals, yes, as if, as if we didn't know, has appointed an unprecedented number of fundamentalist Christians to his cabinet, nine of them, and has set into motion many policies on abortion contraceptive access and lgbtq issues that have been long been sought by the christian right because they suck his cock that's why not the literally M- metaphorically yeah, the, metaphorically. the mrff reported last year that a trickle down effect of trump's election and the fundamentalists in washington has doubled the number of complaints usually received by the group about proselytization 
and other unconstitutional religious activity in the armed forces. So just like we called before he got elected in and we knew that Mike Pence was going to be his VP, we're like, Jesus Christ, this is going to be fundamentalist Christian mm-hmm. shit all the fucking time. Want to get in touch with the outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker, well, shit, you name it. Uh, you can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. Like they, Why they, am I all the way back here? Because... Because oh, shenanigans. Jesus, wow. He can't help you now. I mean, he's dead. He's gone. I'll never see him again until he comes back. What, Jesus? Yeah, he came back, and then he went away again, and then he was like, I'll come back. <laughs> Guys, I'll be right back. Gotta... <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, but you just left. And he's like, no, 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 no. No, I, I got a thing. I got a thing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've already, I've already moved it twice. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> in an effort for Tennessee, what seems to be outdoing a uh, Florida man these days, we have a Tennessee man that police uh, told this week that he told police that Jesus personally came to him and told him to let him drive on his behalf. So we have a literal Jesus take the wheel moment from a 33-year-old man by the name of Chad England who looks conspicuously a lot like No Illusions, which, mm. not not to knock on Noah, but I'm just saying, kind of looks a lot like this guy. Mm. <laughs> but he's not in Tennessee. Uh, the Tennessee Highway Patrol officers say that when they arrived on scene, because when you let Jesus take the wheel, his car veered off the highway and then flipped over five fucking times. Jesus is we, like on jackass. He's like, yeah, let me see what I can do. I think we've covered this before, but Jesus is not a good driver. I mean, how do you expect him to be? He was around in the fucking Bronze Age. I mean... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's an unfair expectation, really. <laughs> I mean, in the Victorian England era and, you know, Americas at that time, they thought if you went over like 25 miles an hour, your head was going to fly off. I mean... <laughs> so, I mean, what would Jesus think driving out of freeways? Like, I have no condition to tell you how to drive. I do not know what this is going on. I... I... <laughs> If yes, God he, wills it. God speaks, but Jesus speaks with that kind of accent. I just, that's the only one I could come up with right now. Fuck you people. <laughs> <laughs> so they found the guy and he was speaking gibberish uh, when he, they arrived on the scene and he was trying to flee the scene while carrying a jar. I want to know what was in the jar. It doesn't say anything in the peak. story. It was peak. Come on now. I'm thinking shine. I would go with shine with Tennessee, but. Police say that England was obviously, in air quotes here, under the influence of drugs at the time of the crash, although the man apparently refused to take a blood test. That's ah, okay, get a warrant. You're going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, in search of England's car, they revealed that they had found six grams of marijuana, 0.6 grams of cocaine, a pipe, mm-hmm. rolling papers, and three quarters of an empty bottle of Crown Royal. Yeah, dude was drunk, mm-hmm. and he blamed Jesus. That, that, like, he had, they also found a small empty bottle of Crown Royal, and several cans that are used for huffing. 
So. Uh, oh boy. Oh wow. boy. Okay. Wow. That dude was higher than I could imagine being in my life. Yeah. And the, the mugshot of him is, is obviously the picture of a guy that got super fucking high. And then when he came down, he's like, I did what now? <laughs> what did I do? Oh, Jesus. Jesus, why'd you flip my car? God damn it. I mean, Jesus, damn it. You damn it. Whatever. What? I don't know how to fucking do this. Holy Spirit, damn it. I, the Trinity's fucking weird. I don't know what's going on. It doesn't on. make any sense. <laughs> so the police arrested and, and charged him with, among other things, DUI first offense, felony possession of a Schedule 2 for resale, probably because he had so much marijuana with him, mm-hmm. uh, possession of Schedule 6 for the cocaine, and possession of paraphernalia, which those ones always bug me. It's like, we're going to bust you for yeah. paraphernalia. It's like, like, like them busting you for like robbery tools kind of thing. Like, dude, I got a shovel and like a pair of like channel locks in my, my trunk. You're going to oh, call you're that robbery right. tools? You don't need know? to worry about that. Well, Not, I mean, I'm like I, in conjunction with other things that could be, yeah, but like they're just tacking that on is all they're yeah. doing. Oh, but like officials also say that England had no driver's license in his possession and that his car was not insured. <laughs> so he's uh, completely of fucked. Course. Completely fro- proper fucking fucking he fucked. He's, he's <laughs> what a dumbass. I just, I love that it's another Yeah, TC, no, man. he was just, he was just, he just was trying to make excuses. Like, he was oh, just like, yeah. no, 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 oh, I was yeah. just testing my faith. Like, if I deeply held religious beliefs, Mm-hmm. I I honestly First, believed that Jesus would drive for me. They don't take away my my Google Jesus, but now they now they're telling me I was too high to drive. I told Jesus <laughs> to take the car home. That's all mm-hmm. I wanted to do. <laughs> they God took away it. my Jesus autopilot. Yep. I I asked Google to drive me home. I said, "Where's Jesus? Jesus, drive me home." Please do not be alarmed. We are about to engage. The nozzle. Please do not move while the nozzle is engaging. Moving will disrupt calibration of the nozzle. Please wait while we calibrate the nozzle. Please do not look away from the nozzle. The nozzle is now calibrating. The nozzle is still calibrating. The nozzle has completed calibration. Thank you. Where's our pink cheeked energy man? What was that thing? I have no idea. What is Tommy Lauren? Ne- what network is she on anymore? Is she on None. Fox? Or no, not, she no on... she's not really internet? on any. Is it internet? Yeah. Yeah. You know, Just the the, the bigger question is what the fuck happened to Glenn Beck? What happened? Where did he go? We knew that the blaze was on its way down quite a while ago, but he, he got vanished. into a polyamorous thing and now he's like going through a self journey. He fine. started a cult. I have no idea. You know? <laughs> I, that was all untrue. I have no idea. No, it's just no, funny because <laughs> he he's responsible for bringing Tommy Lauren into the world for us. Mm-hmm. And I, she gets a Lyran because that's how it's spelled. So Lyran, Tommy Lyran, is going to blame liberals for something in particular that's been a cultural phenomenon recently. And I don't know how she's going to blame us for that when it's obviously like a 4chan thing. So we'll get right to it. Here we go. 
Not only is it insanely dumb, it's downright pathetic. This isn't a social media problem, a Tide problem, or even a medical problem. It's a parenting problem, like many things wrong with modern society. She's talking about the Tide Pod Challenge. Oh, if you haven't for figured fuck's that sake. <laughs> oh, teenagers are doing, like, like three yeah. teenagers did a stupid thing? Oh, my God. Who would have thought that teenagers would do something stupid? What? No. Never, no. Oh, they're You know, like unprotected adults. sex. You know, that's something smart to do as a teenager. <laughs> and I know what you're thinking. The Tide Pod Challenge couldn't possibly be political, could it? No, no, it, no, no, it's it, not no. political at all. You dumbass. It's just not. It's just, just <laughs> stupid, stupid thing. A few teenagers did. It's not a trend. Guys, everyone be aware. This is not a trend. No, most teenagers it, are smart enough to go. Well, that's a stupid thing that I'm not doing. It's a, just like most teenagers are smart enough to go. I'm not gonna put my genitals on the internet. Like most teenagers are smart <laughs> enough to figure this the fuck out. They Are may you, not uh, be smart, but they're smart enough to know not to eat soap. Have you met many teenagers? I have, and they're <laughs> awful. I've I've met them and I am one currently. <laughs> they punch holes in walls. They don't know how to swear very well, even if they thought they did. Yeah, Alex they, Jones proved that last week. <laughs> yeah. they they just you know they're just figuring this out they have no idea what money is which is great um because you could take it from them so easily <laughs> they, just, they, just don't, they just don't know anything most teenagers figured out i don't want soap in my mouth no matter how cool it makes me look <laughs> like most of them figured that out. and then a few of them like three when you know what would be weird is if I ate this and every one of their friends went, don't eat that man. And they're like, film me. And they're like, okay, I mean, I you're stupid. You do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, you got, you got to get them internet points on oh, exactly just, I, all those, those, uh, internet dollars that uh -huh. like shows like ours are freaking in. Well, <laughs> We would make more if you would know we would take some sort of concerted effort to, you know, eat Tide Pods or something like that on our channel. Yeah, but, it's not going to happen. Yeah, no, but then no, that would give people the happen. indication that that's the majority of our content is, you know, trying to dare do, one another to do yeah, stupid shit. Not, I'm, no, I don't have time for that shit. This isn't, I have a, hey, I this have is X, this is X and welcome to Utah Outcasts. You know, this isn't like, you know, we're going to do some jackass kind of things. No. Anytime I loved watching shit like that when I was a kid and a teenager, especially because it was people doing stupid shit and getting hurt that I didn't have to experience myself. Yeah. That's what I think about this Tide Pod Challenge. One or two people did it and they fucked themselves up majorly. It's and I'm super dangerous. Laughing. Don't do it. I'm laughing because people are it's a giant fucking joke now like that, that you have people on the right over here, Tommy Lauren and all these other fucks on Fox News where they're like. Oh, it's such a terrible thing. It's these kids are doing these stupid things. It's like, and people it, it, like us are just like Oprah and the Rainbow Party again. Like yeah. you guys remember the uh, the Rainbow Party? Yeah. Do you guys remember that one? Oh, girls are wearing different colored lipsticks and blowing guy. First of all, that's not how blowjobs work, Oprah. You know better than that. Or the um, the, the <laughs> myth of the bandana out of the back pocket, depending on which color you hang out, means that what you're oh, into kind of my, thing. Yeah. And, I started wearing you guys remember those rubber bracelets like the stupid uh, yep, rubber yep. 
Yeah. Support yeah. our troops. Yeah. The, but it started with that. But no, 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 no. The, 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 the thin ones, the thin ones, not the yeah. not the live strong ones, the thin mm. ones. Mm-hmm. And um, a, there was a thing and I was in high school and all the boys thought this, too, that if you wore black ones and you broke them, then they then the girl would have to have sex with you. And I. Oh, teenage brains. Yes. Oh, teenagers. And I as a 13 year old went. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> but I read in a magazine that if I wore them, I wore eight of them, and then I every time I got eight ounces of water, I could switch a wrist, and that meant I was getting enough water for the day, which is dumb, and that's not how water works. Mm-hmm. But it's fine. Like so, I started wearing them, and my dad goes, "Please, should we need to talk about your bracelet?" <laughs> oh no! I'm like, are you serious, Dad? <sighs> Jesus and Christ, goes, Dad! Really? <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, why are you wearing those? I'm like to count my water there's eight of them and he's like is that really why you're wearing them i'm like yeah i'm like are you referring to the sex thing he's like yes i'm like dad one they're really hard to break they, they don't just like break two i'm not having sex with someone because they break a Took bracelet, a bracelet that's off you dumb. <laughs> like, <laughs> well you broke my bracelet i, I guess that uh, i guess i have to fuck you now i guess we <laughs> I don't really want to, but you broke the bracelet. <laughs> Those are the rules. Them's the rules. Now, <laughs> you know, guys, we've done what we've always fucking done before. We've let Tommy talk for 16 seconds. And, and, we've, we're, and we're seven minutes deep into this shit. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, I'm let's let her finish. Sure, let let's, her talk. Let's see. What else does she have to say? Actually, yes, it is. It's just the latest symptom of a larger problem, the breakdown of the American family. It's what happens when kids aren't taught boundaries, respect, consequences, or illogic. Parents... Wait, 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 wait. Or illogic? That's what I heard her just say. Or, she said or logic. She said or logic. Look, (laughs) most parents... (laughs) Are trying not to kill their kids, god Cover, (laughs) cover the don't put that in your mouth. (laughs) <laughs> at a fairly young age it, the vast majority I'm, I'm, a once, lot of times once every day they, once they hit that teenage mark you know like 14 and up look if you put something in your mouth that's that's on you yeah i'm not gonna that's, t- i'm not gonna not take on, no. if you can read the warning labels and i know you can yeah that says don't put this in your mouth yeah, that's not on me as a parent anymore, and I'm not a parent. But like, that's not on the parents at this right. point. <laughs> that's so. Oh, it's so. This, it's so easy to be stupid. food, not food, food, not food. It doesn't. It doesn't look like food. It doesn't smell Sorry. like food. The kids from the torture house in Arizona. Okay, these who didn't know what cops were. These are just regular kids who were yeah. like, I'm right. gonna get YouTube hits. Like, and that's stupid it is stupid right and teenagers oh teenagers do this shit all the time they're like mm-hmm. oh but i can jump off this like yeah they're so dumb they're so yeah. how do you but, like your you know, femur being so up dumb. to your sh- like armpit at that point <laughs> right Wait, i'm this- still confused on where what this has to do with politics yeah, it let's- doesn't have anything to do with it no let's i'm just gonna let her play out the rest of it and we'll comment after Whenever I can get the thing to play again. There we go. Nowadays are taught to live and let live. Just go with the flow. Let your teens express themselves. 
But this modern loosey-goosey method of parenting doesn't teach kids right from wrong or sane from insane. It produces wild animals that think they can do whatever the heck they want and get away with it. Like being a like fucking right wing commentator. Not, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sorry, I, I said I was not going to interrupt, but I had to because that's so dumb. That's so dumb. Like so, I can't even. Yeah. Like I just that's the dumbest. No, that's not what live and let live means, you jackass. Like <laughs> no. just, that's not even. God. That's not a cogent argument. You know, live and let die was not like a liberal anthem, right? Like that. (laughs) Oh, good song, though. I love wings. (laughs) Live and let. I don't. She's. She's equating eating soap. She's saying that eating laundry detergent. To. Progressive parenting. You know, now, if I, if my I, if one of my kids I, came up to me and said, "Dad, I think I may be, you know, uh, the opposite gender in which I was assigned as at birth," I'd be like, "Cool, let's talk about this." You know, let's let's yeah. let's go into the questions about it. Or you know, yeah. Dad, I might be gay. Be like, "Okay, let's talk about this," because I'm not. I've, I'm cool with that shit. And my wife's like, "I'm so mm-hmm. glad you're so good with this stuff because I no, don't want to yeah. have to deal with this." And I'm like, "That's fine." No, because no, I've 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 already ha- we I we've already had that conversation. And I've it makes me had sad. That conversation. God, and it makes you know, me sad. You know, you know how quick that conversation went. A couple of seconds, right? It, it went. I'm afraid I might be gay. To and you know, all we said was, "So what if you are?" Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. It's a, yeah. it's a curb that's, that's not it. high. The conversation all. that went with my mom was. Um, I'm like, ooh, it might be blonde barista. And she goes, oh, blonde barista is a girl. I'm like, yeah. She goes, you go that way. I'm like, yeah. Maybe. And she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> like yeah. that was the conversation. Yeah. Like, it, but if I said to my mom, I really, really, really want to eat Tide Pods, she'd be like, <gasps> no. Yeah. Uh, I'm a doctor is, now. I don't understand yeah. how you know us being cool with these kind of ways of raising our children. Is equivalent to letting them eat laundry well, soap. It, There's one not. that has consequences, <laughs> right? Potentially death. But, I mean, and have you... the other one that does not. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if you guys know this, but um, a girl eating my pussy is not going to kill me. And she most so, likely won't so die it's... unless you close your thighs around her too hard. I mean, yeah, you oh, don't want to like, pull. You like, don't want to pull a like, Pam Poovy on her, but you know. Oh, I was I was gonna I was gonna go with the, 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 the chick from the chick from Goldeneye. The the Russian. Why can't I think of her name? <laughs> I, anyway. I Goldeneye. <laughs> I, oh god, I've, now I can't think yeah, of her name. I don't know. I, I'll just call her Ivana Crusherhead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that that's exactly. about as like on the nose you can get with fucking James Bond people. <laughs> exactly. What's your name? Ivana Crusherface. <laughs> wash their kids' mouths out with soap, and now kids are voluntarily eating it. Is this really where we are? No. Pay attention, parents, and do better. Social media addiction is another major issue. These teens surely know it's not smart to eat detergent, but because their value and self-worth is determined by video views and Instagram likes, they do it anyway. And you're contributing to this, lady. Yeah, (laughs) And and how do you determine your value? 
Yeah, exactly. That teenagers mm. do really stupid shit for attention. Kind of yeah. been a thing teenagers do forever. Yeah, as mm-hmm. I talked about on the patron show, uh, where I talked about climbing a water tower, which was illegal, and then telling yeah. my kids about oh, it. Oh, yeah, like, teenagers make great decisions. You I know who like, are great right. decision makers? Teenagers. I was like, absolutely. that is very, very fucking stupid. You know? <laughs> so stupid. Let me climb up right. this ladder that has no guard around it, and then go up to the top right. of this thing that's covered in all sorts of bird shit, and then just hang out over the edge of the rail. Yeah, that's right. smart. Yeah, that's super you know, duper fucking smart. I, grew up in a home that loved me and wanted me and had all the right boundaries and guess what i did broke those boundaries out of complete disrespect because i was an idiot and you know what these teenagers are doing yes you're right they're trying to impress social media but you know what teenage you know what a teenager did in my high school before social media was so pervasive spread spread skunk oil all over every vent they could reach because they had covered the locks on the doors on one door you know what they didn't get attention for on social media that but you know what they think they they still made the fucking news because it was so fucking horrifying it was like they skunk oil like teenagers been doing this shit forever and guaranteed like 30 years ago, long before social media existed, they were eating something some, they shouldn't have eaten. Somebody mm-hmm. ate something they shouldn't have, and they went to the goddamn hospital, and the rest of the teenagers stood around going, well, that was a stupid fucking thing they did. <laughs> let, Every- me re- let me remind you of the Simpsons episode where they made a joke about the Three Stooges Ward, where they were like, oh, you don't want to see what kids have been doing after watching TV. Let me show you the Three Stooges Ward, where like people were hit with fucking wrenches and stuff. It's like, Mm-hmm. Kids are going to do stupid shit because that is the very nature of children. Go yeah, back to Aristotle, and there's going to be teenagers doing stupid shit, and Aristotle's going to be bitching about the teenagers, yeah. what with their written language mm-hmm. and shit. Like, uh, it's, just, <laughs> it's just a thing. Uh, it's been a problem. It's been a problem, it's and it's going to continue to be a problem because do yeah, stupid things, and now we have modern medicine to save them from their goddamn stupid asses. That's how it works. Because we're big dumb apes and we do stupid ape things <laughs> for attention. Because goddamn it, we're dumb. But seriously, does it taste like a? I mean, what if it would be like a gushers where you like? Ew. Just, yeah, but not, like the worst no, kind doesn't. of gusher because it's like you have the gel on one side and then the powder on the oh, other. Oh yeah, side. the powder. The, ah. candy. the woman or the candy? I'm just, just. I just need clarification. That's fake. That's piss. That's what that is. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> Female orgasm is a fucking myth. Let me tell can, you what right now. I can, I God, I can tell fight, you. Fight right oh, the fuck now. I'm doing oh, no, it just no. because I of can, that. I can tell you from experience, it, it's probably pee. <laughs> I can tell you from experience, All it's most definitely mouth. not. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, she might have just peed on me, but, you know, it's, it's most. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Fine. Well, that about does her. Wraps her all up. And it was a pretty good story, don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts, anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darn human comedy keeps perpetuating itself. Down through the generations. Westward the wagons. Across the sands of time until we... 
Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. Say, friend, you got any more of that good stuff? All right, well, that does it for us, Outcast. But don't worry, as much as we love doing the show twice a week for everyone to listen to, we do have to take Fridays off in order to recharge. But don't worry, because we will be back on Friday with a six-month-old patron episode for you to enjoy. If you're a patron, I'm sure you've already heard it, and you can just bypass it. But if you're a freeloader, it'll be somewhat fresh in your brains. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. Uh, However, before we finish it up, like always, we have to give the love to the patrons who continue the donation process that keeps us doing the show. I mean, honestly, if they weren't, we'd probably still be doing the show without patrons. But, you know, it's really nice. (laughs) But you make it extra special. It's fucking awesome. I mean, it's a lot of extra work. You give us tinglies. So those people are Alan Firth, Michael Stevens, Not a Russian Spy, The Godless Revolution Podcast, Jeff Linville, Mike Bowman, Darcy Bowman, Rosabelle Howden, Jason Poloni, Jeff Peterson, Larry Wilson, The Atheist Ranger, I Knew You Would Say That, George Green, Satan's Little Monkey, Lord Kate, Problematic Podcast, Patrick Neary, Corey Johnson, host of the Brainstorm Podcast, and the Hardcore Skeptic, Stephen Andrus, Angelica Pearson, Janet Uter, Desire Lynn Ward, Kimberly Kellogg, and Rob Otto. Oh, I love that you're like, there's so many now that you're running out of breath to say their names. Like, that makes you feel like... Like my heart is full. <laughs> it feels full. So if you don't have the means, like we always say, to share money with the show, please get in touch with us. We like emails. We like to hear back from the people that actually listen to us. God damn it. We want to talk to you one way or another. And so we had a really great comment that I promised on Monday I would have for you guys today on Wednesday. And that came from Alan Firkinoff, and he said that the reason that people are making a big deal about Drumpf's height and weight is that he's going to lie about that, then he'll lie about anything. He says on his New York State Liver- New York State driver's license, and God, when was the last time he actually drove anywhere? I wonder that he's six foot two, and now he's suddenly six point six foot three. Yeah, right. I've seen a picture of Drumpf with Obama, who's six foot one. Assuming they both have similar heels, and Drumpf has a half inch hair- half inch haircut. He's between five and five foot eleven and a half, and five foot ten and a half. And Alan says, "I'm five foot ten, and I weigh two forty. And from looking at the pictures, Drumpf is at least three hundred. I am a proud girther, and you can read this on the air. And that's why I brought it to you. (laughs) I just like it's a girther movement, Mm -hmm. and it's not a fat shaming thing either. That's what I love about it. Is like he's fucking lying. That's what we have a problem. Neil deGrasse Tyson posted a great picture. He's like, I'm six two. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 6'2", 260. And you know what? Neil deGrasse Tyson, he is a, he's, a, he's a healthy individual. He's kept in good shape. He used to be an athlete. Um, but he's pretty average size. Yeah. And if he's 260 at 6'2", and Trump is 6'3", at 239, 239. go fuck yourself. <laughs> go fuck yourself. There's no fucking way. We can see you, motherfucker. We know that can't be true. <laughs> no. Well, I don't know and when the last time he saw it. That's the thing. Is that it's, 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 it's starting to sound like Dear Leader. You know, yeah, the yeah. I, he, he, he played an 18-point golf. You know, he, 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 like, went, no. he went to play 18 and shot 18, just exactly. like Hawkeye says. <laughs> yeah. All right. So with that, folks, it's time to bring episode number 166 to a close. And remember, everyone... You are totally welcome. Yeah, changed it up on you. <laughs> oh. Bon, bon, <laughs> Yeah, good night. <laughs> and 
Make sure you do what the FBI asks you to do within reason. Please, please. <laughs> follow follow instructions, and it'll be fine. Don't reach for things. Don't reach. For <laughs> don't reach. Don't reach for your wallet without brown. telling them first. Especially if you're brown, because we yeah. love you. Because we love you. We say this.
that's recording. Get down to my stupid script if I can never remember to do this shit beforehand. Yeah. Come on, people. There. Yeah. there we go. It. There we go. All right, now I got that almost there song stuck in my head. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Um, that's, a song. Oh, that's from uh, Princess and the Frog. That's right. Yeah. yeah. 